0: It's the Loose Filter Podcast, Episode One Hundred Six. Hi, everybody. I'm your host Stuart Sims, and I am here with co-host Kneidenberg.
1: Hey, guys. Uh,
0: she had to duck out on the end of this episode. My bad. S- so didn't didn't get any wrap up thoughts. So I'd, I thought I'd have her sit in on the intro this time, so she could share any final thoughts she had about the conversation on this podcast, which I'm like super excited about. It's a departure for us. It
1: is, but it is so interesting. I I think for me, I, I wish I reflected on these things more often. Considering how much, uh, part of you know my life, all this technology is, and how much a part of my life music is, um, I, I would think I would reflect on you know how it actually gets to me more often, but. Uh, I think that's what makes this podcast so great is that we we learn so much. Well, maybe some of you already knew this and maybe I'm just out of the
2: <laughs>
0: But
1: I think it's great to find out just really the nitty gritty details about what happens to sound. Yeah,
0: I knew I knew what we talked about in a general sense, but I love the way that Dave illustrated the details uh, in a really sort of plain way, I thought, accessible yeah. way. Um, and I agree. I think it's it's... Okay, so first, the podcast episode is about if you didn't get a chance to read the description... Uh, it's called from sound to signal to sound, and we talk about how sound uh, is captured by technology in various ways, and transmitted, and recorded, and altered, and so forth,
1: and then retranslated, and them. then
0: retranslated back into sound, um, and that's something that we all interact with and use and uh, experience every, every day, every day. every single day, and even like you know, I've been working with audio equipment. Uh, in a uh, a direct way for you know years, and some of these things I've never really thought about in a detail way, and so like or I
1: knew pieces of and just didn't know how to fill in the gaps and just went oh you know it's technology right. it exactly. does the thing. I that didn't it understand does. it quite
0: in a holistic clearly yeah exactly holistic way. Uh, but what I also found was not just uh, interesting to learn about it; it's also to me creatively inspiring because when you can think about like the nature of a thing. That gives you clearer ideas about what to do it's with it. It's a new it.
1: conceptualization of, of the idea of what it means to really record sound.
0: Exactly. And I have found that to be creatively stimulating. Yeah. So, uh, as I do the whole medium of podcasting generally, actually, I think that 10 years is the anniversary this year of podcasting. And I think that it is still a very nascent medium. Uh, I think there are interesting things to come. But that's a total tangent. We'll maybe talk about that one a different way. So this episode was a little bit of a departure for us in that we didn't talk about specific musical works or uh, musical ideas, but I think you'll find the conversation super enjoyable nonetheless.
1: Most definitely.
0: Uh, As always, we would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback about the podcast, please email us at loosefilter at gmail.com.
1: Hit us up.
0: Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Criticisms, compliments, anything, ideas for shows. What kinds of content do you like, do you not like, would you like to hear more of? Um, uh, So folks are listening, so we'd love to hear from you. That's loosefilter at gmail.com. And, of course, the website, as always, is at loosefilter.com. And you can find the uh, podcast feed on iTunes. It is the Loose Filter podcast, or uh, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com/loosefilter. The dogs are also excited about this episode. That's why they're growling and fussing uh, at our feet. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode uh, uh, from sound to signal to sound. Now, Hi, and welcome to the Loose Filter Podcast. This is your host, Stuart Sims, and I am here with my cohorts, Lisette Kninenberg. Hello. And Dave Gant. Hi. We have a little bit of a different kind of episode for you today because we are not going to talk about any specific works of music or musical ideas in terms of, you know, musical sounds, but we wanted to talk about something that is fundamental to everybody's experience of music i think now and has been Mm -hmm. for a long time and it's the magic the magic that surrounds us every day that we don't really think about and that's recording technology specifically dave uh uh, had this idea that for today's episode that it would be interesting to talk about um literally signal how is an, an audio signal created Uh, and what is the difference between analog and digital signals how's it converted right am I framing Mm -hmm. this okay yes yeah so and that's something you know a a lot of people don't don't really think about it. I know I don't, and Lisette and I were just laughing that we're going to be the useful idiots for this podcast, because it's even though- It's not
1: something I, I, I mean, it is something I realize that it is very fundamental and very important, but I'll be honest, I don't reflect on it very often.
0: Right, which is funny, because we both have music degrees, right? We're trained musicians. My bad. And, and yet, somehow, this <laughs> huh. isn't even when you get graduate degrees in education- yeah. Somehow is not a basic and, part and I, I'm, of I'm what you. I'm not an
3: expert. I'm just a, an enthusiast because I find this stuff really interesting. Right. Right. How and, it works.
0: And before you go, you know, press stop or delete on the on the on the podcast feed. It's it, this is not going to be a technical podcast. No, Dave's going to. I'm going to skip over stuff. Yeah, and he's going to approach lot. it. He's really great at at reducing it to its conceptual essence. Like this is the nature of the thing that is happening, and that's what I wanted him to teach us. Uh, uh, today, and it's something that he has uh, a great enthusiasm for, uh, as he mentioned. Uh, b- before we jump right in, though, no,
3: we're jumping
0: in. I wanted to no before we jump. I wanted, I wanted to. We to, gotta bust out the
1: water wingies. We gotta. I have, I have safety a, I, first. I
0: have a rant to go. No, I don't have a rant oh. to go on. <laughs> a manifesto. A, a manifesto. <laughs> I have a manifesto. Uh, no, I was going to say that it's helpful to just think about what is. Uh, sound what's the nature of sound so when we talk about sound first of all before we talk about how we capture it and encode it uh, the nature of sound it's really just like waves airwaves it's a vibration source that that just like puts a pressure waves, wave in it's, through it's, the air yeah that's actually it's a pressure say, wave we really that, need to start
3: with that so. th- that moves Good through choice. the air
0: so so there with my my uh, 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 Totally blind luck, brilliant segue. I hand it off, Mr. Gant, lead us into the topic. So
3: yeah, sound is a. Um, there are waves of higher and lower pressures
0: that hit your ear through time. High and that you higher and lower pressures frequency.
3: Uh, no, no, the frequency is is actually the the speed at which the those, speed the way the pressure changes. That's what the frequency of the sound is. the The a- amount of per- pressure is the amplitude. Okay, or so, volume. So yeah. Right. Okay. So actually, okay. when a sound hits you, it's it's these rapid oscillations in the air, and it's not moving like up and down towards you. How it's like shown in your when you turn up the sound on your or your MacBook, you know, it's got that little the sounds coming out. It's actually coming in 360 degrees, so it's actually like a sphere of noise that's happening, and it's these these high these positive and negative pressures in the air. And so
0: it's literally it's just disturbances in yeah. the air. It's moving air around. Yep. So exactly what we're what is. sensing is. Not the pressure wave itself, but the effect of it on the air, the fact that it moves around. Well, no, it's the around. pressure wave. It's the pressure
3: wave because it's like, uh, um, it's not the actual air moving back and forth. It's the higher motion pressures in our ears. Yeah, instantly. and that okay. hits your ear, and then your ear turns it into, well, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we use the word analog, which I, I was thinking about this because NAMM uh, 2015 happened, and it was, uh, what was that? Was that in December? I don't know. Nam happened. Recent Nam. The recent Nam, yeah. which is the
0: National Association of uh, Merchants music. of Music. Merchants yeah. of Music. And uh, and the analog was music. huge. Like the uh, there's band. there's
3: a big thing towards towards analog equipment coming back, which probably has a lot to do with the fact that it's hard to sell little digital boxes when we've got godlike digital boxes on our desk, you know. <laughs> so so you got to sell something that the computer can't do. Um, the reason we use the word analog, uh, that that word me mean, <laughs> it means something. Um, the, any, an analog signal is any signal that uses um, a controllable uh, aspect of a wave of energy. So like for, for sound, it's voltage. Okay. So the voltage, um, the positive and the higher and lower voltages in an audio signal, signal which you can send through a current, is analogous to the movement in the air. Okay. So... so, um,
0: so okay. So an analog signal is an audio signal converted to voltage, to electricity, It's a current, yeah. A current, we, an yes, electrical it's a current. current.
3: And the, 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 um, the time variant feature, the, the part of it that changes through time is the voltage.
1: So That's like the oscillations become, yeah. okay. well, uh, like
0: become it, when, voltage yeah. changes. Yeah, All right. so
3: those are changes in voltage, and when that strikes a loudspeaker, because uh, most loudspeakers are set up with a coil of copper wire, and that when that current flows through it, The uh, changes in voltage affect it. uh, It's it becomes an electromagnet, and there's a magnet held in the speaker, and that causes the speaker to move in and out, which causes the changes in the pressure. So that retranslates
0: the electric the electricity. Yes, back back into into work, air, physical
3: work. Yes. Whereas in the microphones right now, they work in pretty much these are dynamic mics. They work in pretty much the same way. The oscillations um, and, and pressure we make right in front of the microphones. Uh, are transduce. It's called transducer. It turns that into an analog. Transduced
0: signal. is that like yeah. if it, it transmogrified? A, tra- a transducer. I is read a... I read Calvin and Hobbes more than science books. So a
3: transducer is a, is a is a is a circuit that turns either work into an electrical signal or vice versa. There's a transducer. I if you say that again.
0: Hold on. Say that again. A transducer is
3: it, it's a it's a circuit. It's a device that turns mechanical work into an electrical signal. Or vice, or vice versa. versa. Yes. Okay. okay. So we, we're turning um, pressure in the air into an, uh, changes in voltage in electrical signal. And so that's what, that's what analog means, because the, the, the movement in, uh, in time of the voltage is analogous to the movement of either the transducer in the microphone in the speaker and that's how it gets turned into
0: sound so so what kind of uh uh what are the typical kinds of interfaces or mechanisms Tools. that are the points of translation so the speaker is the point of retranslation right so what's the what are what are the typical mechanisms that are the point of translation like physically of 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 the pressure wave into electricity in the first place like literally what's inside the microphone that uh
3: it's it's a magnet it's a, it's it's a magnet. Just a spendy, like a speaker. How it's do they suspender. work? It's, well, actually, <laughs> if you want to surreptitiously record a concert, a great way is to get some little, um, those, those headphones that hang on your ear, you can easily just turn those backwards, basically. We don't <laughs> condone
0: bootlegging concerts, kids.
3: Yes, or recording anything Wait, I guess that's always bad, huh?
0: Yeah, um, that's always bad.
3: So don't do that. But yeah, you, um, it's, it's basically the same thing. Like, like headphones and microphones, that's why like Sennheiser, and uh, Audio technicas we have here, they make headphones, they make microphones because they're basically, as far as a dynamic microphone goes, they're basically the same thing, or a moving and a moving coil. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. So, so yeah, that's pretty much. So it. What, like,
0: what? would be like? What? What? How would a pickup and an electric guitar work then?
3: Well, those work a little bit differently because, well, actually, slightly differently. Instead of um, picking up uh, the the movement of the air that the uh, string gu- guitar strings are causing they actually it's the movement of the string in relation to the to the electromagnetic pickup it's kind of the same thing uh, those pickups are electrom- uh, electromagnetic and as the metal string vibrates in front of them it causes an oscillation ah uh, and that's signal. how it reads it yeah okay, and like uh it. hammond organs if you want to go to that those work in a very similar manner they have a electromagnetic pickup and these things called tone wheels that um have a magnet on one side and and based on how fast they spin that changes the the pitch and so you set up all these tone wheels and you have the different harmonics.
0: All right. Okay. So yeah that that, answers that's that's (laughs) that's how that you thank you. And as
3: far as what's in between uh, along the way, there's there can be all kinds of things in between the way. Like right now, for example, what we're doing, so we've got microphones in front of us, we make oscillations and pressure in the air the transducer turns that into. A right. Brain. Well.
0: Well. First of all, air. I inhale air, and then I push it. Yeah. Well, Lissette can speak to this. So how, to I, how am I talking? Well, actually, talk? Give us the. Well, let's, actually, go, let's go. Let's go. all through the process. Okay. Let's imagine we shrink yeah. ourselves down. Okay. And we're going to follow the process of sound. So, so I've inhaled air. Well, actually, now. no. You
1: don't inhale air. Actually, your lungs function as a vacuum. So when your diaphragm drops, your your lungs create a, a, essentially a vacuum. So you don't ever suck. So again, in a air. pressure
0: differ, a pressure differential. You're mm-hmm. just
1: creating a more intense vacuum. You don't actually so that suck air in. is pulled into yeah. your. And then you literally create less room in your body, pushing the air back out. So you also don't ever blow air out. You're just basically moving your muscles in a way to collapse your lung space. To create,
0: to create higher and lower pressure. Yeah. An yeah. accordion. So, so
1: it's really interesting yeah. because a lot of people think of inhaling, exhaling. And that's the terminology we use. But actually, technically, when it comes down to your, your lungs don't You're really function that way.
0: you creating negative pulling yeah. and pushing. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So I'm pushing the air out. What happens? To, to make my voice occur.
1: Um, it will go between your vocal folds, which come together and vibrate. And, they're, and that's in they're, my throat. That's yeah, and that is your throat. the musculature within your throat. And you have control over that mechanism. And so you can manipulate the air leaving your lungs as it exits, basically. The, like
0: you can manipulate the vibrations, right? Because yes. the muscles your vocal folds and, can be manipulated the, to be more and the or less overtones tense. Yeah, because of resonators. you can
1: because all, because of all the resonators that it also goes through so once it reaches the top of your throat and into your mouth and nasal cavities resonating like a yeah, chamber it's like your so sinuses you and your,
0: inside of your head okay the
3: yeah. the, our, the our frequency, vocal folds aren't vibrating like if we sing high they're not our vocal folds aren't vibrating that high right we 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 well, they, they get
1: they get smaller and vibrate quickly, and that creates the higher frequency, but the resonators can change, like, overtones, yeah, th- timbers, and all those we, things. I thought we
3: basically, like, uh, like especially when men sing falsetto, are not we using, like, I basically... don't know. Okay, I don't want to get too <laughs> down in the weeds. I just want a
0: basic description. Process. You started this. Remember, the the the... Like, folks, we got to follow by ear (laughs) so people are just listening. Okay, so the the vocal folds uh, set the vibrations in motion. There are resonating chambers inside of us and things that, that, you know, can manipulate the sound. articulators. Right, and things like that can manipulate those vibrations in various ways. But then those pressure waves exit our head and they go out into the world. And so they're hitting the microphone in this case. So mm-hmm. we have microphones in front of us, and then Dave, what happens from and there?
3: And then that moves the little magnet in there, which causes a very, very tiny electrical signal. And then after that, on our mixer here, the uh, sets actually has a built-in preamplifier. yeah, well let's I'm, let's I'm talk fancy. about this. So yeah, <laughs> this so mixer I'm... here it has preamplifiers which turn that from a uh, mic level signal into a line level signal, which you can then by what amplify. by just
0: just boosting it by oom- by Amplification, amplifying right. a
3: little 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 amps um i don't i'm not an engineer so i don't know exactly how that works but yeah it turns it from a very very small variation of just scales it up exactly. scales it up so okay. the, the positive voltages are higher the negative voltages are lower right okay so that's um, what
0: what i would call a stronger signal in exactly. layman's terms okay yeah
3: because the microphone makes a very tiny signal because we're just moving you know little <laughs> bits yeah, yeah okay sure yeah. and then from there it goes into our mixer which um actually has a built-in uh Uh, analog to digital converter. And I guess that's where I should pick up because. Okay. So,
0: so yeah, because ultimately our sound is being recorded onto a laptop that's sitting in front of me. So we're recording directly. your, Your laptop
3: is not receiving an analog signal. Correct, because it's a happening. digital
0: machine; it mm-hmm. can't do that. So well,
3: it has a little port for it, but well, yeah, but it has USB to be converted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be converted. So it has to be converted. So, and
0: so in our setup, we have a mixer mm-hmm. that is doing that conversion for us. Yeah, it's got it's, a built-in. Because um, we can't just pipe pure electricity into the computer. That's not. How, no, that's, that's no. not meaningful information to it. Right. And probably um, hazardous to its health. So, I've so heard. what that does is don't it, plug your computer into a, a transformer. Yeah. It's so we
3: have an analog mixer and all the knobs affect the analog portion of the of the signal, but it has a built-in analog to digital converter. And what how that works is by sampling. <laughs> Sampling is, is a strictly digital thing, and it, it it the reason we use that word is because of the way that um, digital chips take in that analog data and, and or that analog signal and turn it into data, which is different. An analog signal is not data because it happens in time. Right, 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 right. And and a digital signal is always data. It it can that it it's never become like you have to make an analog signal to get it to play again.
0: Right, because a digital signal is is one or zero or on or off. rather than ebb and flow. Exactly. Is that a good analog signal? That's exactly what it was. So they happen in time. The big difference,
3: I I guess the the classic way to say it, is that um, an analog signal is continuously varied, whereas a digital signal is is made of integers. Mm -hmm. So it has to be quantized. There's no half (laughs) or there's no 0.3. There's only...
0: Well, it would be like the difference between uh, pitch and frequency, Right. In in, on the keyboard, pitch is described in they're integers, yeah. Yeah. They're in these discrete steps, or well, but all the frequencies are possible, but yeah, yeah, but but actually, on yeah, if you if you take a string, whatever you know, and and, until you get
3: down to like the quanta, but that's outside the scope of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, or this particular episode. So, the way that we do this, um, at least for what we're doing right now, there are different techniques for this. Um, It's something called pulse code modulation. And the reason it's called sampling is because it, there's a chip in there that is checking what the instantaneous voltage is a given number of times a second. Okay, so our machine right here is a 24-bit, 192 kilohertz device, right?
0: If you say so. It says
3: that on the front. It was the, the mixer mi- <laughs> you told me to get. <laughs> yes, it's the one I told you to get. Um so what that means is that um, 192,000 times a second, the chip in there is checking the analog signal that's coming into it, recording the voltage, and then uh, you know, and then it's stored. okay. So
0: so the the chip that actually is responsible for converting mm-hmm. that continuously flowing, ebbing and flowing analog signal into discrete bits of information. Basically, what it's doing is it's taking samples. It's taking a just sample. really rapidly. I exactly. see what you did there. The same way... This is the same way that photographs create motion pictures, right? Because motion pictures movie. don't actually record movement. They just take a whole bunch of photographs yeah. every second... So that when you run the photographs really quickly, it makes you think that you're seeing yeah. continuous And that's motion. why we
3: refer to it as sampling. because And that's what the, the second number there, that 192 kilohertz, is the sample rate. That's how many times a second it's checking it and, and recording. And so the
0: higher the number, the greater the amount of information.
3: Yes. Yes, and um, because the <laughs> um, cause there's that other number, isn't there? There's that first one. That's 24 bits. Okay, that means that there is a 24-bit word length because we have to. We've got two things. We've got two axes on this, right? We've got to check it through time, which maybe we can call that our our. Okay, our so I, I'm
0: checking it. I'm checking it. Let's say just for ease of conception, 10 times per second. Yeah. Which would be horrible sound, but let's. You say, wouldn't be able to record much. I know. I, but let's just say 10 times per second. I'm dipping in. And I'm checking where that voltage yeah. is so that I'm drawing points and then it would, you know, be like connect the dots to infer. Right, it will interpolate it later. Exactly. But yeah, okay. but that
3: bit, um, that's the word side.
0: So that's, that's one. Yeah. That's, so that's one aspect of One, one
3: aspect of it, of it is, is, is how many samples are taken per The second. other aspect is how, is what how big is my
0: is. cup that I'm dipping into the river to sample. Exactly.
3: So like if we take your 10... To- your 10 hertz um sampler (laughs) which is really bad at everything because that's below the range of human hearing Uh, (laughs) um,
0: but anyway so
3: it's got to turn that into an integer right because we talked about we can't have habsies it has to has to be a whole number so that so the 24 bits that's a 24-bit word and i don't even know what number that is 16 bits 65,356. But those are the different possible levels for the So the voltage. higher
0: that number is, the more detailed each point In of information. To, it's how
3: accurate it is to um, the the spread of or the swing of, of the voltage. So the um, 100, 192 times a second it's checking it, but it's got to put it as it's got to put that instantaneous voltage as a number, right? And it's got a number from one to twenty-four bit, which is I like, I don't know how many numbers that's like thirty-two million or something yeah. like that. So it's got thirty-two million possible expressions. So is this of analogous to
0: like resolution? Oh, absolutely. Okay,
3: that's exactly what it is. To like screen have,
0: resolution, more pixels per square inch. Well,
3: I think more in terms of color depth. Whereas, like, if you've got twenty-four bit color, you've got millions of colors, right? Because it has right. enough words to describe all. Those and because colors. your eye
0: can perceive millions of colors, because our ear can perceive at that level, right? The sample rate. So when I say sample rate, am I talking about both of those things? You're talking about the second number. So I'm talking about how often. Yeah, exactly. How often. What's the first number called? That's
3: the bit depth.
0: The bit depth. Yeah. Bit depth and sample rate is going to determine the quality of conversion.
3: How accurately you can reconstruct that analog signal.
0: Okay, and that is, that's a computational thing. How fast does my chip work? How fast is a processor running?
3: Well, I mean, sort of. Like, it is harder to do. Uh, I mean, actually, the, the 24 bits is sort of. It, that's kind of more important because that means it's going to clip less because you've got a, a wider spread of how, of like voltages that you can Yeah, describe. and is that just
0: the kind of chip that's in there the chip yeah, that can handle yeah. more information I mean to...
3: um, and, and the thing is the output on almost everything it's going to be 16 bits like when you finish this file it's going to be 16 bits at 400 or 44.1 kilohertz right um, because it, we don't have consumer audio equipment and it's sort of unnecessary uh, to, to really go that high it's more important when you record right Um. But yeah, so you've got a, a 24-bit word size and it's being repeated that many times a second. And so it's from that, it's kind of like filling in these dots along a line. And then when it gets to your computer, <clears throat> there's something inside your computer called a DAC or a digital so, analog. So computer.
0: hold on. Let me pause you there. Let's, oh, let's let all that sink in. So the, the the difference between the devices is when I'm looking at digital equipment, I'm concerned about the chip in it or the processor, and what it can do. Well,
3: yeah, I mean... Right? As opposed to,
0: as opposed to... I'm thinking the most... I'm trying to make it, you know, as straightforward as I can for myself. Lisette is getting it all. She's falling asleep. She understands this so well. But I'm... I'm I'm, awake over here. I'm I'm, just
1: like, "Mm, if I had a beard, I would be stroking it.
0: (laughs) We can go go get you one. So now you know
3: Lisette doesn't have a beard. Oh, I know. I gave it away. Oh, man
0: this yeah. secret's so your out your privacy is you like from life of Brian and where, what have while, i done while we record the podcast Ugh. episodes you
1: know the, or like a kill bill style one then flick it over my shoulder right
0: right and then before you talk flick anyway what i was saying is but what's interesting to me is that the difference is if i'm looking at equipment right for for digital stuff that's the kind of stuff i'm looking for whereas if i'm buying analog equipment a lot of it is like craft. It's not. It's materials and how well is it built because it's moving parts.
3: Yeah. Well, some of it is, and some, well, like, the, some the of it's like it's The physicality. some it, yeah, yeah. Some of it is how well. The, but or, it's yeah. actual stuff.
1: It seems like the physicality of it matters so much more because it's not a signal. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, it's an it's an actual vibration
3: data, that needs to, to be maintained. It's signal, but yeah, yeah but, but you have to actually move a bunch of electrons. That's that's yeah. the
0: contrast I was trying to draw. Is how profound. We're t- how profound the conversion! I get why you geek out on this stuff so hard because that's a really profound conversion. I mean, think about that process that we've described: from my body creative creating, you know, low air pressure to pull air in, and then you know, pressure to squeeze the air out to vibrations occurring inside my throat and skull, and you know, uh, 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 vibrating outward into the air. Hitting a magnet that's yeah. artfully constructed, right? And circuits in and stuff. And people just way, figured
3: this out to do this. Right. To
0: turn it into a continuously variable electric signal yeah. that is piped into a box I have here on the table next to me that has all these knobs where I can physically mess with the, the signal, the voltage yeah. and whatnot, to change how it sounds. And then. There's a little computer chip that dives in and samples that information at various depth, depending on the kind of chip, to turn it into basically numbers, whole numbers, mm-hmm. really zeros and ones on or off, but a bunch of data. And then that's going through a cable onto my laptop. Yeah. Yeah, you're turning a, a temporal
3: event into a dis- uh, a discrete state,
0: right? <laughs> into a series of numbers. Yeah. really. Yeah, we're turning a, a yeah a temporal, a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's like the Matrix, man. I'm using my muscles we're and turning reality into numbers to create pressure They're waves. They're turning that to electricity to create machine. and manipulate pressure waves. We're turning it into electricity that's turning into data.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then
0: then and it goes it's on okay. your computer. Okay, hold on, wait. I'm mean, too <laughs> heady. We got to hold, hold on for a second. Thank <music> you. Okay, I just need to take a break for a second. I'm a little, I'm a little heady from all the miraculousness of that process we just described. So, the, now the sound is the the I'm sorry, the information is going through that little USB cable now that it's been turned into a digital stream of data. Yeah. Right into the USB port of my laptop. Yeah. And then what happens?
3: Well, and now it's information. Now it's really easy to manipulate it. You can do all kinds of things into it, and it's non-destructive, because that's a it's that's a recorded. Because state. it's just information, right? right? And so yeah. we can play with it, and we can undo as many times as we want to. It's 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 just it, digital data is so much data is easier to manipulate than events, right? I mean, right, right. Uh, um, so so now it's become a, a chunk of, it, of is, data. Is
0: is it like? Would it be like if mathematics could manipulate reality? Well I mean that's like what... you just by doing math you could actually affect reality. That's like what we're doing with with when we when we when we play with sound on a, in a digital environment, right? When I manipulate well, yeah, it. Yeah, you're and... going
3: to turn it back into electric. So yeah, you can do all kinds of magic with it with just with algorithms basically. By by just you changing can process the information that signal with math. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly with math. How it's exactly what it's all It all does. Um, <laughs>
0: so I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, you have a god. <laughs> oh, I have a god. Well, if I control it.
3: Um, yeah, and so then it's it's a piece of digital information. My pocket um, god. And then you <laughs> you save it as a file and now the bit rays is reduced to 16 bits, the sample rate is reduced to 44.1 kilohertz. And, and then said, why is it
0: why why is the why is that lower than when it's on the input stage?
3: Because um consumer audio equipment or like audio equipment for playback that's how the, the dax built into them do that the, for the most the, the digital analog conversion they can't take okay. a 24-bit um, 192 kilohertz uh file they can't is there is
0: there equipment that exists that can oh absolutely it's just professional levels specialized profe- or, your... or audio file level but oh, okay. uh,
3: I, i'm sort of of the opinion that <laughs> these really high sample rate um, playback devices are, are not doing much for people. <laughs> um, is I was, that because I was, they go
0: beyond the acuity of the human ear? Well, or?
3: so the problem with the, that you encounter with, with lower sample rates is you, you need to have the sample rate be at least twice as high as the highest frequency within the, the signal. And that's called the Nyquist limit. Like the highest frequency that can be recorded by sampling is half the sample rate. And that's because if you think about it like, let's go back to your 10 sample a second uh cycle if you've got a sine wave at well let's make it a hundred okay <laughs> it's just to make it easier if you've got a um a sine wave being fed into it which is the simplest frequency uh being fed into it at twice the sample rate it would miss the entire oscillation right and so it would be exactly the same as if you played one at half that frequency because it's not taking enough samples to see the oscillations in between so it'll sound an octave down right so if you think about it okay i
0: think i think that got too complicated for me i regret regret my question
3: It's called aliasing, but yeah. It's,
1: so I regret it's, my So it basically like flies under like the radar, up, basically? Like over it the goes, radar, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, well, so it gets it. Okay, so basically- well, so it's, fall,
0: I feel like I accidentally leveled up on a game, right? No, but so it's and like it's like going too fast, basically, yeah, so for it to be are... able to
1: catch it in those few glimpses that it gets. Exactly, oh, oh, so okay, there's
3: oscillations okay. in between the samples, I and see. so it sounds an octave low because it's the same. As far as the digital device can tell, it's the same thing because it doesn't check often enough. So that's why you have to have a sample rate. But 44.1 kilohertz, humans generally only hear up to like 18 um, by the time <laughs> they're adults. Yeah. I got 23 though. Um, just saying that's no, just that's saying. a brag that
0: like like three people went ooh. Yeah, I can hear 23. <laughs> Everyone kids. else is like I don't, only in
3: my know. right ear, left ear is only at like 19. Lefty's average. <laughs> yeah. Lefty's
0: slightly above. so your right eared is what you said. Yeah, you're
3: saying. my right ear is dominant. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why we need it but but I'm like left-eared. all the uh, all the audio equipment that we have for for playback on consumer des- devices has Uh, 16-bit, like, generally speaking. Okay. So so, that's what's important, I guess.
0: So then, so we have the information on the laptop. I can manipulate it in all sorts of ways, depending on whatever tools I have, whatever software that allows me to do it in its various ways, which is a lot. Uh, And then I, you know, put the finished product down into a single file Mm -hmm. that, like, say, with this podcast episode that is going to be posted online and people can get it onto their devices and that's pretty straightforward there's downloading the data it's just like downloading anything else um uh uh when is there anything in particular that is unique about when you reverse the process and play the file back
3: well uh when you reverse the process you, there's a chip in every anything that can like take like your your phone your computer uh a cd player it's got a chip in it called and i keep on saying dac because i've been Buying DACs for a long time. DAC, <laughs> yeah, D-A-C. DAC, a digital, digital analog audio. digital to analog, analog converter, convert. because we can't play digital files. Speakers can't move from bits; like they from, need they need right. electricity. To be they need it them. to
0: be translated back into to electricity an, an analog for, signal. Yeah, because the electricity drives moving parts.
3: Yep, and um and that's why like audio always has to come as a, as an analog signal for us to play it back. Um, whereas video can actually remain digital. the entire time because that can be made of discrete units like there's this many pixels there's this many colors except for the audio part part. except for the audio part (laughs) um but yeah so um there's a chip inside there that that reads that file and it takes those those that those little points that we've sampled and then interpolates them and then puts out an electrical signal
0: interpolates what does that mean what is that
3: Uh, interpolate is when you fill in the (laughs) connect the dots it fills in the blanks how does it
0: fill in the blanks
3: I am not <laughs> a So that's that's analogy.
0: too now that's too narrow. Okay, yeah. so but basically it 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 connects the dots. It connects the dots of those sample points.
3: Yeah, and and like if you're really nerdy like me, you've been dissatisfied with the, uh, one of the the digital to analog converters in your device, my iMac, I won't listen to cuz it just it sounds awful cuz conversions. It sounds Oddly crunch And this is When you start talking You use those stupid Audiophile words That don't mean anything Because there's nothing else To really describe it But I, I find It's that, hard to talk about yeah. music I mean it is um, Sound Like but literally describes it. Sounds, describe sound. It sounds crunchy It sounds literally like There's too many edges On the signal <laughs> Like, like a,
1: I, there's a harshness to yeah, it? Yeah, there's
3: a harshness. And I've had other decks that I'm like, oh, they play back really smooth. But then they don't put out a very good signal, you know, so it's like a little dark. So I'm happy with what I got now. But yeah, that all matters. And that's like the sort of the big difference between higher and lower quality like CD players is is the quality of the, uh, of the, the converter. DAC chip. Yeah, the so when, converter. I play,
0: when I play music off of different devices and I think this one sounds better than that one, it may not just be a speaker issue.
3: Yeah. Well, like, okay... Um, it
0: might be actually the quality of that particular... Is that a, the is conversion it a, is it its own the, chip? Is it its own...
3: Well, yeah. They, it has to have its own um, converter chip built in. And then also... So so
0: it. my phone, my pad, my yeah, desk, exactly. like every computer I have that can play music.
3: Like when you went from an iPhone yeah. 4 to an iPhone 5, did you notice a difference in how it sounded with the same headphones? Yes. It sounded way better, right? Yes. It's not as much... I, I, I believe in that case it wasn't... They switched back to a different... Um, <laughs> chip they've been using before i think it went back to a wolfson and they've been using a Sears. i don't know exactly what it is but there's a, a big difference in the converter chip and like i was when i had an iphone 4 i carried around my ipod nano because i thought it was better and and i liked listening to it and then i got the iphone 5 and i was like okay no more nano but yeah so it, it does Aww, make a difference nano. because what poor it's putting nano. out there is what goes into the amplifier and turns back into electric signal do
1: you still hang out with your nano every once in a while
3: uh, I, it, it's in my room, and, and I. Britta so, so, Brita
0: you know, just um, got her used iPod Nano last season from Pierce. From Pierce, it's new to her. That's pretty sweet. I'm glad I was able to work a community reference into this highly technical conversation.
1: You got to fit in somehow.
0: But but truly, that whole process is absolutely fascinating, yeah. and now I can visualize it better. And so when you when you when you are are looking at analog gear, mm-hmm. we're talking about audio gear of some kind instruments recording gear uh, yeah there are uh, analog mixers and all kinds yeah. of everything yeah we're, we're talking about the 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 materials and craft of that thing matter a great deal
3: yeah because they're they're electronic circuits made of like Transistors, resistors, and they need and to capacitors, act. and there's good and bad ones. Like those can be better.
1: And they worse. need to act in time. It's not like you said that one singular source of information. Like it occurs over time, so it needs to be able to function yeah. well over time. Yeah.
0: Right. You need to use it like you would expect your instrument to in a traditional sense of that term. Well, like
3: instrument. when you're using an, an analog synthesizer, for example, a lot, especially the old ones, like they, they've got chips in them now that do clocks, so they they stay in tune. But like old analog synths. You had to play them for a while because the temperature would affect how. <laughs> so so you know, like, now, now with all that background,
0: it's easy for me to imagine why an analog synthesizer is called an analog synthesizer because it's producing and manipulating electrical current. Yeah, that's its sound voltage. Current it's bo- voltage. voltage. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Electrical voltage. Um, but that's its literally that's the the meat of where the sound is. Occurring and being Yeah, a fully
3: analog synthesizer is made entirely of, of like electronic circuits. So then
0: how does a digital synthesizer work? A digital synthesizer, what would the difference I, be? I,
3: as, as I have, because I don't have money for an analog synthesizer. You would prefer <laughs> an
0: analog synthesizer.
3: I, the Prophet 6 was announced at Nam, and she will be mine. She will be mine. I mean, I have why, some.
0: Why, okay, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. So just tell me the difference then between the analog and the digital It's how they work. Um, well, I mean, that's, well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what but is
3: well, it? Well, let me say how a digital synthesizer works. There's there's many means. of there, there are actually more means of digital synthesis than there are of analog synthesis because they're so... Versatile, like you have sample-based synthesis, you have frequency modulation. You can't do that. Well, handball. computers are—it's yeah. infinitely variable. But in what they're way doing way. is they're—they're—they're they're, um, they're doing math. They have digital signal processors in them that do the math of like they physically model um, the parts of like Minds of Modeling synthesizer. It models like an oscillator. Um, but it does that, just the math of that, and then so, it produces a digital signal that it feeds to it. So basically,
1: just like yeah. you're using this frequency, you're manipulating these overtones, it just tells you which
3: numbers to use when well, you I press that, that button. That I have oscillators in it, um, so it
0: knows <laughs> what it would be like to receive the actual electro- electric, the analog information.
3: Basically, it does a bunch of math. So it's like
0: sampling with no source?
3: Yeah, exactly. It does a bunch of math. Like um, that's, that's how you were trying to do So,
1: so it's just right. a big calculator that you're just using big buttons for. Yeah. But and so when you press middle yeah. C, it's just calculating.
3: Well, yeah, depending on how I've uh, on tra- what kind changed of, the parameters yeah. to, to, to say what kind of sound I want. But basically, yeah, it does a bunch of math. And then it, it um, uses that to model what the signal would look like. It feeds that to its um, uh, digital to analog converter, and then it puts out a sound. Whereas analog, if it's a fully analog signal path, it's actually just a bunch of circuits that are controlled by sending voltages to one another, and then go
0: through the yeah. synthesizer out to the loudspeaker. Exactly.
3: And computers used to work. That's, that's one thing. Computers used to be that too. Like I, I, think I sent you guys that the picture I took. I went to this uh, computer museum in Mountain View, California, and there's a computer program that's actually just a board that has all these circuit parts on it, and you fed a voltage in to model some physical phenomenon. And you know, because they use them for like missiles, they still use them for flight computers. But yeah, it's it's the same thing. It just like the voltage is is an analog to some physical phenomenon you want to copy.
0: So, is there a difference in uh, playing an analog synthesizer and playing a dig as a performer?
3: Um, they're definitely more there i mean there's a little bit of latency when you use digital instruments but it's like because it's it's mathematical modeling yeah it's like i think my whole my round trip latency on my system if i'm playing through it is like like 13 milliseconds um
0: so small a little bit noticeable but also
3: there's like for me it's uh like when i when i manipulate the knobs for the cutoff on my synthesizer um it's MIDI, so it's seven bits, and it's made of those discrete units. It's not as smooth. Now we've got computer uh, soft synths that are like 99% of the way w- way there, but like analog synthesizers tend to have a character to them because they're really imperfect, you know, because they are physical. They're phenomena. unique, yeah. yeah. They're crafted, and so but they, they tend to have a smoother sound. Um, like just like when you when you manipulate the filter, it's the changes occur more more smoothly um
0: does that as a performer Does that i mean do you find that you feel like a little more connected yeah to the instrument because it's a little more intuitive uh excuse I mean, 13 yeah. millisecond delay like you described doesn't sound like a lot you can feel but, it but you can bit. feel it yeah I mean, that's, especially if yeah. you're playing
3: quickly i mean 13 milliseconds is. i mean it's, it's not much it takes 13 milliseconds for for my voice to reach you from where i am right now so it's not I know huge. it's trippy I can see yeah. your
0: mouth is out of sync with your right. voice very slightly it's well weird. it takes longer
3: for your eyes to turn uh, light into images but let's not get into that
0: yeah, everything I learned about eyes is like what? The They're super is, slow. This low tech weirdo. Well, and then the made dress happened. underwater. Reverse mod on the internet. What
1: I said, and then the dress happened on the internet. Oh God, the and dress. so Everything well, we know about we, our eyes. We, we just dated this for another episode. We dated. We
0: dated this that. episode pretty specifically. If any, uh, you know, cultural anthropologists no one's care about that are listening in, in four days. Yeah, well, but if any cult. <laughs> Cultural anthropologists are listening in the future. I'm going to talk to the future. If we've come up on the flotsam of the trillions and trillions and trillions of uh, <clears throat> kinds of information available on the internet, yeah, the white, gold, blue, black dress controversy that happened a couple days ago. Now you know when we're recording.
3: Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Um, Analog synthesizers, I could I could talk about for a lot longer, so that'll be a discussion. But just for as, another as a time. for instance, so it does. Yeah. So
0: all this conceptually like transfers; these terms are yeah. consistently meaningful across their different applications. Yeah,
3: yeah, it, it it's 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 modifying an analog signal. Knowing all that that we know now, let's trace the uh, the path of our voices. Yeah, let's recap. So
0: let's let's see if we can summarize this whole journey. So
3: I um, make vibrations in the air with the equipment built in my body. My vocal folds are vibrating. Right. Going with, through my resonators. With muscle and tissue. Mouths. Yes. The
0: meat flaps.
3: That's creating mechanical oscillations and pressure in the air, which strikes the magnet on the microphone which creates a tiny little electric signal goes into our mixer um, the,
0: okay yeah so the magnet moves back and forth mm-hmm. basically because creates of a the change pressure in voltage waves, yeah. which creates a change of voltage that is transmitted literally through a cable mm-hmm. into this box sitting here on yeah. the table and then it's a, which is a
3: which is a, a mixer and yeah. a it's slightly amplified and then sampled by the little chip in there which turns that um, that temporal uh, <laughs> event <laughs> electrical basically event. Yeah into digital data which is then piped into your computer
0: which now this this is this is the most fascinating point of the process for me because it's the point at which truly music becomes something that it has never been before I mean A state a state, exactly. And a complete set of information, even though it's the dots. It's not yeah. literally all well, the information. It's, it's
3: instructions for making a, a exactly. signal out It's your it's
0: speaker. like what we always wanted musical notation to be, that yeah. music notation is now this, you know, finger painting, cave painting version of it seems like. But that's the most fascinating point of the process to me conceptually, where a temporal event is turned into data.
3: Well I think that okay. Uh, I, now okay. I want to go off on the music notation thing, but I'll save
0: that for another podcast. What how far off how far off would oh, that be? I
3: was just gonna say that I think the beauty of musical notation is it's how inspecific it is. How it's just a set of sure. loose instructions. Sure, I didn't mean to
0: demean event. musical notation. I love notation. I do well, obviously I <laughs> love notation. I think notation actually is as intellectually ingenious a thing as I know of. I mean really, across the spectrum of human cleverness that really ranks up there. I mean, written language, too, like literally the language that I'm speaking now and all of its rules and symbols and so forth is is incredibly clever. But musical notation had to account for a lot of a things lot of that, that, yeah. la- that spoken written language does not. Um, and even in languages that are tonal languages, their written versions of it don't account for. So we're, we're starting a lot of this podcast aspect. now. So, so anyway, what's happening? yeah, we're, we're just gonna going way too we'll, far off to segue into a an hour. Track. Two will be. But my point is that that's that's the uh, to loop back around. That is the 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 moment that is most fascinating to me, and I I compared it to notation, not to say that no really truly I don't no. mean that because it's making a crude. state out of an event. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 turning a verb into a noun. Yeah. And that's like that's this is like because it, at no point in human history until until just before our lifetimes did this start to be possible. And that's very exciting to me I think it was within your lifetime uh, well, I was thinking more broadly with recorded sound. No, I guess sound. no, no,
3: no. PCM was invented a long time ago. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well, and I, was thinking,
0: <laughs> I was thinking with recorded sound yeah. and electronic you know, signals in general. Yeah. Uh, so in the span of human history, very shortly before my lifetime. Yeah. And certainly has <clears throat> uh, entered a stage of exponential growth in its development during my lifetime. And so that's that's so delightful and exciting to me and that part of the process and i can see it sitting in front of me where it goes from the box to the other box (laughs) and it's turned it's it's because it's it's changed from an event into a thing yeah is is uh just delightful to me it's it's a wonderful thing
3: yeah i had a tape recorder when i was a kid and i like that was i I did too loved it yeah my
0: friend and i would just record ourselves because you could could just save something it was amazing <laughs> say something and you could happen. alter your voice and then you yeah. could you know
3: mine wasn't that complicated but yeah
0: oh well we would we would hack it oh well anyway so anyway so continuing okay. the path of our of so our the path here. now it's a it's a digital signal meaning it's information and it goes from the the yeah. uh mixer box into the laptop computer box
3: yeah into your laptop box which you're then gonna manipulate it a little bit cut around stuff add some music et cetera, et cetera. And then that is put out on the internet where you put a copy of that out of the internet well, and then okay, it's copied so, on other computers.
0: Well, it, so it goes into the, the laptop and I'm using software to capture it. Yeah. And then I can, you know, edit it and do whatever we want to with it. And then I'll basically bounce all that down to a single file, yeah, all that information. Yeah, make a new file. Yeah. Make a new file that has all the, <coughs> excuse me, all the information in it. And I'll put that on the internet. I'll make that available to the world, and then people can download it. Yeah. And it goes into their machines, and then where- Well, their
3: machines actually just, if you want to get technical, their machines just change themselves to contain them on it, because like, we aren't moving
0: any files. That's, true. That's <laughs> true. It's asked for the information and then writes it onto itself. Yeah. Yes, it copies it. Yeah. Right? So, So. Okay. And then Let me people, just have my mind-blown by that, actually. Yeah, it's not something you're literally putting in there. It no. changes itself to contain it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: and then, uh, hopefully... Files are metaphors, people. People play them, so uh, they t- their machine, whichever, they listen to their phone or the computer or whatever, uh, chip on there, takes that file, turns that back into electrical signals that hopefully... ...match somewhat close to the electrical signals we create. Because it's not going to be exact. It's not perfect. But close. Uh, but so close.
0: Um, and then that's that's sent through the headphone jack. Yeah. Who, the, the audio headphone out. Jack. That signal is sent up the wire of your headphones or your speaker cable. It moves little magnets inside your headphones. Or inside my speakers. speakers
3: yeah. And then that air strikes your ear.
0: Wait. The the magnets <laughs> make the cones
3: of the, the cones, speaker... The cones vibrate. Vibrate. And therefore... Make those, creating pressure waves oscillations in the air that are similar to the ones we create with our mouths and, and they bodies. vibrate
0: through the air mm-hmm. over what mm-hmm. whatever distance however yeah. short or far and our ears capture them and funnel them into the holes in our heads Well, this, yeah and then there's hair cells in there which are then excited by and the fluid that has yeah. bones in it and yeah. the various yeah. well, mechanisms well, that's more of for the that ear ones,
3: but yeah the hair cells are the main receptors, and then those turn it back into an electrical signal that goes into goes your, your brain, brain. <laughs> So it's. And
0: that's how you're listening to our voices. So ladies it started.
3: Meat, air, air, electricity, digital information, electricity, air, meat, electricity, brain.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's how it worked. That's how our voices are getting to you. And that's not even. That's not even. Uh, considering the miraculousness of the symbolic system that contains the information we're containing, which are the words and the sentences yeah. that embody our thoughts, which are just noises, which are just noises, unless, yeah, unless you know what they mean, they're they're actually they they one could easily think of them as highly specialized musical sounds. Uh, 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 there there is a theory, <laughs> a theory. This is a or if you're more a digital guy right? as code, <laughs> there there is um. There, there is an idea and some evidence to suggest that our human organism could sing before it could speak.
3: Well, there's biological precedence for singing and there's not for speaking, so exactly. that makes more
0: sense. Exactly. And so, the, it, it, to me, it seems like it's all a spectrum of meaningful manipulation of sound. Um, and, the, and, and that we distinguish between speech and musical sound, but look at it in this light, it's just a distinction of degree. In terms of the pure nature of the sounds, our meat is making yeah. when we push the air through it, right? Um, um,
3: they flap their meat together. You well, that? Do you know that? Oh, never mind. Yes, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. They're made
0: of meat. Yeah, it's quite a good short story. You should look it up, uh, listeners, if you haven't read it on the internet. But uh, uh, what's fascinating is that our, our organism has evolved to distinguish between those kinds of pressure waves that... That if it, if, it, if your brain receives pressure waves that it interprets as speech, literally physically different parts of your brain will process it. You've got
3: signal processors. <laughs> yeah, you've got
0: signal like, processors, and it will distinguish between musical sound and all other sound. Uh, and then it'll, all other sound will get broken down from there. But the, the first basic distinction, as far as we can tell, is music or not music, which seems to indicate that music goes pretty deep. In our, in our organism, this kind of signal processing. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and when when you talk about it in terms of signal, it really does, I think, it illuminates it conceptually in a really fascinating way.
3: I think so. Yeah. I'm into this stuff. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just spent an hour talking about stuff I love. I know. know. <laughs> I, well,
0: and I am too. I, 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 um... Because we're not even scratching the surface of how 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 do you manipulate pressure waves to create so many different kinds of sounds? How is timbre created? That's a fascinating rabbit hole in and of itself. I was
3: going to say if this if this podcast works, if people like it, there's lots more to talk about on the subject, and I would love to talk talk about it. it. Yeah, you're talking about the biological stuff, and then also the actual aspects of sound, and then sound synthesis. Well, there's anthropological
0: and evolutionary things to talk about with our organisms. So so. If, if, yeah, if this, if you have made it through to the end, <laughs> <laughs> then this was interesting to you. Uh, email us and let us know. Loosefilter at uh, gmail.com. What's and that? If,
3: if you didn't like it, you it, wouldn't, you wouldn't hear me saying this, but, email but let, us us, let us, let know us know that know. you don't like it. Right.
0: Right. Uh, cause, cause right now, uh, I mean, as we develop the podcast and grow it uh, right now, we're just talking about stuff we find interesting. Yeah. And of course the framing of the whole loose filter concept is, informs uh, uh, all of what we do. And if you haven't been to the website, if you found this podcast through iTunes, uh, uh, check us out at loosefilter.com. And if you read the precepts on the sidebar, there's a link to something called the precepts. that sort of lays out the idea behind um, the Loose Filter project and this podcast in particular. But if you like uh, this episode and this kind of thing, we're happy to, to, to go down other rabbit holes conceptually or otherwise let us know at loosefilter at gmail.com cool <laughs> oh i thought you had something so you leaned into the microphone oh like,
3: no i it, this is just my resting position now
0: <laughs> oh see now now I, i'm mistaking your resting for position for i have something to say well
3: i finally don't lean back you should be happy <laughs> that's good because yeah
0: when you lean back you become this tiny voice way in the back of the audio space <clears throat> my voice is getting a little hoarse after the the virus has gotten kicked around down lately um uh so yeah that was that was that's fascinating to me. Thank you for sharing that. I guess is all I want to say to conclude well,
3: thanks for letting uh, me ramble about <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and we lost Lisette would say goodnight but we lost her just a few minutes ago she had to go to bed she teaches early in the morning and this we had to schedule this recording session a little bit late. but anyway um uh thanks for listening and uh hope you enjoyed it uh like I said before loosefilter.com is the home of all this madness if you like the podcast specifically you can find it just that at loose filter at uh, i'm sorry soundcloud.com slash loose filter and if you want to let us know how much you love uh hate or are totally indifferent to the podcast harness that indifference
3: it's really hard to get hear from the indifferent people <laughs> it is they're it the is. lost section of the they're audience hard, they're hard to get
0: feedback <laughs> from uh indifferently email us at loose filter at gmail Com. See you next time.